What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that DrLisaO.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Welcome back to the show. I have one of my good friends on today, and I will tell you this 2020 has been quite a year, right? For all of us. As you've heard me say several times on this podcast, like my hashtag is that that was not on my 2020 vision board. <laughs> like none of us expected what is going on. So uh, this one is my friend, Dr. Lisa Coach, and you might have seen her because this is something that's crazy this year is how many of my friends have gone viral on social media. So Lisa and I talk a little bit about that experience, about having 2 million views within a first couple of hours before everything was removed off of Facebook. But we're going to talk about the current situation. However, we're also giving you actual strategies to help with the stress that we're all experiencing. And these are simple things that you can do every single day. It's a different approach. Like I said, I'm bringing people to you that will help us all deal with what we're going through right now because none of us have experienced anything like this and none of us know what's coming next, right? So Lisa is a medical doctor out of Tampa, Florida, has a very integrative medical practice. And I met her several years back, instantaneously, like just clicked because she also has an upper cervical chiropractor on staff in her medical office. So for those of you that know me, know that that's my specialty within chiropractic. So any medical doctor that integrates chiropractic in their practice, instantaneously one of my great friends, right? So take a listen. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant you. 
Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the show. You guys, you're in for a huge treat today. So I have one of my friends with me. This is Dr. Lisa Coach. She's out of Tampa. And I'm going to just share a little quick story. I don't know when, when I'll actually put this podcast out, but we're obviously recording during 2020. And it was a couple months ago, Lisa, when did you go viral? What was really funny yeah, was know. that- Oh, it was, it was three weeks ago. Three, oh my gosh. This is classical 2020, where one week feels like a year. So here I'm thinking it's several- <laughs> He's like, wasn't it a couple months ago? You're like, three weeks ago, Lisa. So what was hysterical is that, you know, I saw the video just on the Facebook friends feed. And then I literally, I think at this point, I've lost count. Probably a dozen other people that started sending it to me through Messenger. Like, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. You have to watch this. And I was like, I know. I already watched it. I know. (laughs) So I love the fact that there's so many of um, like-minded people that are stepping up and just really, as you said before, questioning the narrative. Absolutely. And I had done these videos since March. So <laughs> I, I felt called um, when this first pandemic started that nobody was talking to the middle. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just sat there in my kitchen and I said, okay, who would be doing that? Like who in the White House, who would be talking to everybody, norm, like the normal people? And I, and I was like, it's not going to be an immunologist. It's not going to be a virologist. Like it needs to be somebody like an internal medicine. So I was like, okay, that's me. And then I was like, it needs to be somebody who can calm people the heck down because the fear mongering makes no sense. Like it's not helping anything. And then I was like, that's me. And then I was like, it needs to be somebody who understands integrative medicine because right now that's all we have against this virus. And then I was like, uh, that's me. So I said, it must be time for me to step up. So I just grabbed my phone, threw it up on a tripod and started talking. Yeah. And it was like mostly to my patients, 300, 500 people got up to about the, my highest number was 4,000 and, um, and talking about Matt, my opinion on the masks and my opinion on, um, like why they were telling everybody to follow up with their primary care. And here I am a a practitioner with a huge practice and nobody's telling me how to treat these people. And I was very, very, um, unsettled with the censorship because I was, I was having to go underground to find ways to treat my patients. And then the, then these people would be stripped off of these platforms. So I, I was asking and questioning the narrative because that's what I do, or I wouldn't be sitting here today. I had to question the narrative for my own health since I was 15. So I yeah, will share with never- them your story. Some of them might've seen you on the keto virtual summit, but you've got an amazing story of healing. And like I always say, doctor means teacher and the physician heal thyself. Like you are the epitome of that because you truly- you've gone through some massive challenges. I have. And I think I, I describe, I'm probably the original or one of the original biohackers because the only way I was able to heal my body was, was using a blend of traditional and integrative therapies. And I was diagnosed at 15 with childhood leukemia. I had to go three straight years of, of chemo where at times I was getting a bone marrow biopsy or an injection in my spine with, with chemo wow. every three weeks, one or the other. Um, while I was on steroids and antibiotic and birth, continual birth control pills the entire three years. Um, and then it relapsed in my ovary that had to be removed. I had to go back through chemo again, went into heart failure. So very extreme medical issues at that stage. And then felt better, thought I was doing pretty well, went into medical school, asking why all the time. And then at, over the years of my career, this past 
um, 25 years or so, different things have popped up as due to complications from the chemo or the cardiac related stuff. And each time, just like I did initially, I would blend the traditional recommendations with me asking why and what else is out there. But wait, I don't feel as good as I know I should. So questioning the narrative, bringing in um, additional therapies. And so what I did when this pandemic started was say, wait, okay, let me ask, let me tap into my intuition. Let me ask what else is out there. What's going on? They're saying the hospitals are overloaded. And at that time, my friends, because I didn't watch, I turned the news off. Um, my friends were saying the hospital was empty and that nurses were getting furloughed. So I was, I just kind of had my intuitive antenna on, um, you know, asking those questions. And, um, eventually one of the videos, the one that went to 2 million, eventually it was 2 million that I think it got to, um, and then it got pulled, I think, right? Because it got pulled. Yeah. It got pulled. And then because people started sending somebody else that had put it on there, it was like, send this through Messenger so that way it doesn't get pulled. Yeah. So I'm sure did. you're more than 2 million, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah, it did. But, well, by, it was because of the controversial, um, the controversial summit on Capitol Hill from frontline doctors talking about hydroxychloroquine. And I'd love to share that I am like literally the most like non-political human, you could give me Chinese water torture, like on, and, uh, on the floor, like have me on the floor with water dripping on my head. And I would not become political because I don't agree with it. I think it's, I think the way the politics are right now, they're so extreme and most humans don't agree with all of either one. Like most of us pick and choose little pieces from each party and we need another party and we need that to happen now in my mm-hmm. opinion. That'll be my one political statement is that, you know, we're not extremes. Medicine is, it's the art of medicine. It's not the black and white of medicine. Every, there's a lot of gray. And again, that's what I'm about is questioning the narrative, using a little bit of this and that to heal. And when I saw these docs standing up about hydroxychloroquine and they had all this data and that's a drug that I've used in my practice. I prescribe it when people go on safaris. Right. I prescribe it for rheumatoid arthritis, for lupus. Um, it is over the counter in other countries. And so I was really excited when I saw these doctors um, presenting data. So they did like a five-hour summit where they talked about the science behind the drug. They talked about anecdotal reports of lots of different patients that were getting better from early intervention with this medicine. And I had tried to prescribe it and I had been blocked um, a few weeks prior by my local pharmacist saying that if it was for COVID related, they weren't allowed to approve it. And that to me, you know, in addition to the censorship, the incongruencies of like the numbers in the hospital versus what the media was saying, um, being blocked prescribing when I've never had an issue before was enough just to make me really raise questions again. And I just said, let's talk about this again tomorrow. And I went on at 8 a.m. And by 10 a.m., there were 20,000 views. And by two, it was stripped off my platform because there was 200,000 views. And um, I couldn't read any of the comments. They took it off before I got a chance to do that. I've never had a warning on Facebook. So so there I was, like literally everything gone. But one of my staff had had screens recorded it. And so we were able to post it in another format. Um, and then it just kept going. So that was exciting because it connected me to a lot of truth seekers. Um, yes. And 
that's, I guess, in addition to one of the first like original biohackers, that's the other person, how I would describe myself now, right? Is a, I'm looking for unbiased science because I was devastated. I'm sure you were too, Lisa. Like, like I went into medicine because the beauty of science, it's pure. Mm-hmm. And I was very naive, I think, as to how toxic and patriarchal and contaminated medicine had become. So to see it where all of a sudden I couldn't trust journals and I had to start looking at who's funding things and right. the major institutions that would be typically guiding us with suggestions and we could bond, you know, bond together were, were just a front, like that crushed me to a certain level, like mm-hmm. very much devastated me. And I had to sit back and say, uh, now what? <laughs> right. Oh. And I think that was, I mean, I had the conversation with another chiropractor who the same thing has gone viral. There's been several chiropractors that have in this time period. And I said, is it one of those things that we ended up in chiropractic into holistic medicine rather than going to med school because we were questioning the narrative early on, or did chiropractic make us question the narrative? And I really, truly think like we both, it was kind of like, which came first, the chicken or the egg, but it is, we just, we ask a lot of questions and it's the same thing with you as a medical doctor, you are just asking questions. And like, I hope the whole, I hope we don't get censored through all of the podcasts, but it's my podcast and we talk about what I want because you're not the first medical doctor that I've heard saying they started calling from the pharmacy asking why I was prescribing this and they wanted to know a diagnosis. And I'm like, but that's HIPAA. Like that's private information. Like, you know what I mean? So just all of a sudden it's like, you know, I even saw it in the state where all of it, like where I'm at, they're not allowing business owners to use HIPAA. Like I'm sitting here thinking if somebody walks into my practice without a mask on, like I know their medical conditions, right? But my front desk assistant can't ask a question out front to ask what their medical issue is and whether or not they can be wearing a mask, right? So we're assuming, and people have blown up on that. And I was like, but you don't understand HIPAA. You can't, buy, like HIPAA is, you just, you don't mess around with people's private health information. So how are the pharmacies getting away with that? asking what their diagnosis is and whether or not, because it was in Texas, it was huge. I think the point is most of this that's going on makes no sense. No, nothing does. And so when you go intuitively, when you tap into another human, which, which I think the more you practice, the better you get at it. You can feel fairly quickly if they are authentic or not. Oh, absolutely. Uh, And so when you are, when you, which is why I had to turn the news off because I wasn't seeing authenticity there. I was seeing fear mongering. And Mm -hmm. when you look around and now I can tell within about two seconds, when I walk in an exam room, who's watching the news and who's not. Uh, I have been saying that same exact thing. News watchers, non-news watchers. Yeah. And it's called living in the amygdala where you literally are in survival mode. And when you are stuck in your amygdala, whether it's from this programming, mind control, fear mongering, or your own personal issues, you literally, your cerebral cortex and your critical thinking skills are gone. You cannot access that. And you know that getting people to, to just open their mind a little bit has been um, very much a passion of mine. And a lot of times I've been finding, if I just mention hey, why don't we do a detox of maybe one week without the news and you get outside a little bit and just be aware that there may be a different side to this. And people are really responding because I think 
Yeah, I think the agenda people, which I just kind of call them the dark over here, I think they really underestimated um, humanity in general. I think they underestimated how how far we really were on an energetic level. Mm-hmm. And and they're they're really freaking out, which is kind of interesting to watch. <laughs> right. I totally agree because um I remember it would have been back in February. I was talking to my mom over the phone and they're in Iowa, right? And so she's like, Do you want me to make you some masks? This was February. I was like, No. Like, no. And literally my parents were like, you might want to turn on the news, Lisa, because this is becoming a bigger deal than what you think. And I was like, I don't watch the news. It's going to be fine. We're not going to get there. And then all of a sudden it was March 11th. I remember the date. We had one case in Michigan. And the next thing I knew was the University of Michigan and Michigan State closed. And I was like, this seems really off. And I went into a meeting that evening and I walked out and the world had shut down. Right. And I instantaneously was like, I like literally, and then that Thursday, so that was a Wednesday night, Thursday, all of a sudden, all of our schools were closed from K through 12. And I just sat there. I remember looking at patients saying the last time I felt this way was nine 11. Mm-hmm. Like, but the fact of the matter is we've been feeling that way every single day for however many months now. And we just don't know what's coming next. Right. But it's that thought of a, let's go back to the stress levels that we're all under. And it's the fact of when we are in a fearful mode, it tanks the immune system, which is not something we want to do right now. If this is, I mean, we always want our immune system to be good. We don't want our immune system to be tanked. (laughs) Totally. So, so let's just talk about ways that we can help to adapt to stress because obviously turning off the news is a big deal. I would say, yeah. So turning off the news, I, I would, I like to always switch things up to say, how can we make this time be something memorable from a positive way. I love that wording. And I think there's a lot of ways to do that because what we have seen is people waking up. We've seen people connecting more than they ever had before, even though sometimes it's via Zoom, but I think we're, we're able to go places um, on Zoom that maybe we couldn't have gone before. Yeah. Uh, but most importantly, what I've seen from a positive standpoint is a lot of the noise of this busy society of, you know, soccer practice to, um, you know, eating dinner late at night to wake up just to get on, just to get on the treadmill to do this all thing again, uh, traffic, all of that got paused for a bit. And we were able to see the world, the environment and the earth clean up a little bit. We were able to sit with our emotions without as much of the distractions. So I've taught a lot of my patients to tap in during that time because all of us have had a lot of very kind of scary emotions and um, sad emotions and fear and unworthiness. And and these things have come up to us and we've had to learn. And ideally this would be the most positive thing to take out of this. Like what is mine and what's the collectives? That's one of the first things I'm teaching people is trying to understand, especially a lot of the listeners I'm sure to your podcast are, empaths we like to describe it where they're more sensitive to energy and when you have a collective that's so fear-based empaths can feel stressed and anxious and it's not even their own energy so learning how to feel the difference how to send light to those that are suffering without getting sucked into the energy is a life skill literally like a life skill so I think yeah that's fit. that's number 1 and then number 2 is if it is your emotion and I can tell you I've had moments of like 
breakdown sobbing of, of deep unworthiness that has come up during this time is, it, you know, can you label it? Like you may feel anxious, you may feel sad, you may not be sleeping. So take a chance to sit with it instead of shoving it under social media or shoving it under alcohol or shoving it under the one thing most of us were doing that we can't do as much now, which is running from one thing to the next. <laughs> like that, that outlet is like kind of gone for a bit. Right. Let's actually acknowledge, okay, I feel this, it's uncomfortable and angry, like write it down. Or I feel this, I'm uncomfortable. I feel just like I'm a loser. Like I'm, I didn't achieve what I'm supposed to achieve or I'm not worthy of love. And then instead of trying to figure out where it came from, why it came, like and it, it, you know, 10 page analysis, acknowledge it, just say, thank you for coming to my awareness and then release it. And whether that's through meditation, whether that's like for me in soaking in Epsom salts or just getting out, I love going to the beach or you can go into the woods where, you know, yeah. hiking anywhere in nature and just take the emotion and just say, thank you. I acknowledge you. I am now ready to release you. Um, and that work, being able to do that in an accelerated fashion during this time where things have slowed down can make this go from a very stressful negative time to an incredibly healing time for a lot of people. I agree. And I feel as if it's one of those things that a lot of people are realizing their real priorities at this point. Mm -hmm. Connection with family a lot. I'm hearing that a lot right now. And it's also realizing the go, go, go and the busyness of life. Like you just said, slowing down is a really good thing. And I have talked to more people in the last couple of weeks that are like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to go back to X, Y, and Z. It's realizing the true priorities. And so I feel as if, even for me, there's been a shift, a shift within my soul in the last few weeks, just realizing like, yeah, you know what? There's light at the end of the tunnel through this. And that I think humanity is going to walk away better in the end. Like we have to put our energy to that because I can't put energy to the negative side of it. Like, Absolutely. oh my gosh, this is our new normal. Like, no, it's not going to be our new normal. This is just temporary. Well, no, our new normal is going to be incredible. We're working towards that, right? Yes. So we don't necessarily want to go back because mm -hmm. a lot of us were asleep or unaware of what, of some of what was actually going on from the dark side. And, mm -hmm. and we don't want that to continue. We want to be able to be connected to a level higher than we ever have been. We want to be able to achieve joy and love and peace and, and be able to be an entire world that it, that's connected with those traits. Yeah. And, and the beautiful thing is if you've ever read power versus force, which I'm sure you probably, you maybe you have. Um, so that's an incredible book, David Hawkins. He's a PhD MD. He um, muscle tests every sentence in his book. And he has something called the map of consciousness. And he ranks people or, or he lists it from zero to 1000. And he talks about how people are vibrating at different energy frequencies. And between zero and 200 are a lot of the negative, like hate, guilt, grief, all of those types of emotions. And when you cross over 200, you're into hope and then eventually joy and peace and love. And the line that is in this book that actually changed my life, this was about 10 years ago when I read it, said, you can be a human just existing. So this was the part that kind of took away some of the pressure you don't have to do anything. You can just be existing. The way energy works, if you're existing around 500, where you're living predominantly in gratitude and love and in your heart and, and in that space, 
um, you are negating just by existing and it was stadiums full of people below 200. So that was a pretty powerful line for me because it takes some of the pressure off. You can be working through this pandemic just to be vibrating at a higher place where you can stay in love and gratitude and you're doing your work. Yeah. So amazing. Is that out of curiosity, anything with a Schumann resonance too? Like, I'm, what do you know about Schumann? I mean, no, I do, but it's a different, yeah. it, that's not a whole how different. It's a different frequency versus the, yes, but it's an interesting thing to bring up because maybe it is more correlative than we know. <laughs> no. Right. And cause that's shifting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tell them what it is. Like people are probably like, what is she talking about? But it's the frequency of the earth. Yes, right? like, the fre- yeah. Just the frequency of the earth. And, and it brings up the point that the earth itself has this consciousness and frequency and the earth is shifting. So I like to describe how the earth is going into a place where it's more light bot. It's like a lighter planet than it was before. And I heard this really cool term from another healer where she said as humans, and and we are being asked to become lighter to exist on this new kind of planet and frequency on the earth. We are shifting from homo sapien to the, a word I hadn't heard, which maybe you have, but it was homo luminous, which I, I love. There's a couple different things that I've read about. Yeah. So we're upgrading our DNA. We are, we are becoming lighter. And I think especially like healers like you and I, we've been feeling this, but not knowing it, that that's what it was. But that's why we were attracted to things like the ketogenic diet. That's why we were attracted to fasting because those things are lighter. They're less inflammatory. The mitochondrial healing, when the mitochondria are turned on, they are driven by light. So that concept that we are shifting our physical body to be less dense um, into this new structure so that we can exist more comfortably and healthier on this new frequency of the earth, to me, is absolutely fascinating. And, And yeah, it's really, really cool. And the denser, the things that keep us the most dense are these negative frequencies of thought patterns. So releasing the guilt and the grief and the unworthiness is so key on mm-hmm. every step of this, of this journey. Yeah. And you even think of like what you were just saying, it's just some of the lower frequency foods that people eat, the typical American diet. So that's going to be, you know, when we're looking at everything that we do impacts the quality of our life, but it's also like, how is that going to impact our DNA and just it, everything? It's just yeah. so, so unique. So are you using a lot of essential oils throughout this process as well? <laughs> I, love, yeah, I love essential oils and I do think they're incredibly helpful. Um, yeah. I love essential oils and I love stones. My, one of my, yes. <laughs> yeah. One of my big, biggest tools are, are crystals. And I, I mean, the, the stuff that I wear um, has purpose. It's, it's got like, I've got these different types that have um, certain frequencies put into the stones and mm-hmm. I've been able to notice Actually, you can yeah, see that I, right here. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a rose quartz back there too, right? Yeah. Or no, what is that? That's is that salt? It's, it's rose. That is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I usually have rose quartz um, bracelets on when I'm adjusting. So my patients would know that. But when I'm recording here, it's a click, 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 click. So I probably, I learned the hard way that just, I should not wear them while I am in here, but yes. So <laughs> the, there's so much. The, that's some of the idea about the earth. When we talk about it, changing frequencies is more more the crystalline um, parts of the earth are getting turned on and activated. So we are able to kind of plug into that, which is really, really cool to see where that's going to lead in the next few years as we understand it more. 
So cool. Well, this is, I'll share with the audience. Um, they know Amy Stark as well. And so Amy is another friend of ours. And so we were all planning on like, at one point, we were all heading down to Tampa to visit Lisa and then COVID hit. So we're, <laughs> point, coming. we're coming. <laughs> I know at some point I can't wait to like, just all connect in real, like, so they know like Amy and I, like she's one of my best friends and I get to meet her in person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's awesome yeah no, so it, it's it, so it funny incredible. like yeah I've known her for years but it's all through like FaceTime and you know I was working with her as an energy coach for a while so anyways Lisa thank you so our Dr. Lisa <laughs> thank uh, you yeah, so Dr. much Lisa and Dr. Lisa and I think I, one thing we've all learned is we are finding each other so the frequencies that keep waking up and questioning the narrative and we don't necessarily have to physically be in the same space. We're able to connect on an energy level that's even more powerful. And then when we do get together, imagine how much more world changing we're going to be able to do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Share with them where they can find your information. We didn't do that on this. Like we had just recorded. I'll just share with the podcast yeah. people. We recorded for the summit. So I always have to remember like, what have we done on this one? What did we do on the summit? So you share with them where they can find your information. So I have a book on Amazon called Get Lit, and I have my Instagram and Facebook, Dr. Lisa Coach, and my website, spectrawellness.com. Perfect. I will put all the links below as well. So, and yes, if you're listening and you're one of them that sent me the video, like, <laughs> I, I wish you many more good viral videos as we get this message out. How about that? <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, we're working on it. Lisa, thanks so much. Thank you. All content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.